This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, one of the things that I had so much anxiety about when I first moved to Minnesota back in 2004 was the fact that I had to take a driver's test. I had to take a written exam. And the laws in Minnesota are so bike friendly that I had to really study. Now, when I got here, I was 30 plus years old. So it had been a very long time since I tested for anything. And so I I had to study and and I was anxious and my palms were sweaty. And I have to admit, I got the first test real wrong. I, re- I really did. I got that test wrong. I had to take it again. Sean, Sean, you know, he took it and he got it right the first time. You know, he's whiz. He graduated from medical school, whatever, whatever. And he was like, what, what did you, I was like, I don't know what I got wrong. I didn't just fail. I failed miserably. I am just not, I, I don't know if, if there are any of you like me, raise your hand. Um, not, not if you're driving, but you can toot your horn, but I'm just not a good test taker. I can talk to you all day. I can write all the essays you want, pages and pages and pages of an essay, and and it'll be flawless. But don't give me no multiple choice because I'm going to fail that rascal every single time. And so I was looking in the, you know, online and, 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 you know, just kind of reading the newspaper to brush up and see what's going on in the world since I've been away from, you know, life and reality, being out a month from this show. And not having to take a deep dive in what's going on in the news. But I was so glad to see that they are no longer requiring those written tests um, for the uh, exam. If you um, have a license and you're moving from another state, you don't have to worry about taking that test. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that that is the case. No written tests. Thank you, Jesus. I wish somebody would have given me that opportunity because I tell you, I I remember being in Hastings and the woman saw my face and she must have saw how anxious I was. And she really felt sorry for me. She was like, oh, honey. You know, and that's when I knew I failed. I'm like, damn, damn. She was like, oh, honey. Like, oh, girl, I don't know how to tell you. Yo, little dumb self, you done failed. And so I had to go back (laughs) and study again. And I, I have to tell you, I was riding dirty for a long time because I did not want to uh, take that written test. I was like, I cannot believe it. And I had, again, by the time we moved to Minnesota, I had been in three other markets. So I had three other licenses after I left school. I graduated from college um, in uh, 2000, May of 2000, 
And I think I graduated on May 12th, May 19th. I started a job, went right over to Louisiana and did what I had to do. And then I went to Ohio and did what I had. And and so I've been in other cities and in other states. And this was the first time coming to Minnesota was the first time I had to take a, a test. And so I, I was just so glad to see that there are no written tests that are required anymore if you are moving to the state of Minnesota and you already have a driver's license. So thank you. I don't know who authored that. I don't know whose great idea it was, but I am going to donate to their dadgum campaign, baby, because I tell you what, they had me panicked, um, especially after I um, mm-hmm, failed, uh, failed the first one. And I have to tell you, I thought I was the most famous person in Cottage Grove. And I, I must admit that I have been dethroned. I have. I'm no longer uh, the most famous person in Cottage Grove. One of our local residents uh, is a, a bodybuilder on Love Island. Have y'all seen this show? They've got some really good uh, 20-year-old uh, hunks and uh, some really sexy gals and you can see the abs and everything sitting up perky and you know everything that's supposed to be pointing up is up and nothing's pointing down and um and Karsten Bergerson uh, he's a Cottage Grove native he is on the show he uh he's 23 years old he's a manager at the Dairy Queen uh he right now he lives in Madison uh Wisconsin but he's one of 10 contestants on this fifth season of Love Island. And I'm just saying, this is not a family show. Okay. Even when I watch it, I blush. Okay. So, so I'm just going to tell you, if you got your grandkids over for the weekend, um, find another time to support Karsten because it is not uh, a show for, for the little ones. So, so, but, but I was so excited to see that, um, that he is uh, on Love Island. He's a bodybuilder, um, and you know he's doing his thing, and he's he's dreaming big dreams, and he's making it happen. Um, and, and so that is that is really exciting for Karsten Burgesson and his family. Again, a Cottage, Cottage Grove native, twenty three years old, um, baby. And I tell you, he is a bodybuilder, um, and he doesn't, uh, you know, from from you know the reviews that they're doing of the show, uh, folks like Neil Justin who got a sneak peek. They said he's not wearing anything uh, except uh, shorts. He don't wear shirts. And you know what? When you look like he look, and I'm looking at this picture in the Star Tribune. That's perfectly fine. I would not mind him, uh, you know, not wearing a shirt. But I was talking to Chad Hartman yesterday. Did you all know that Speedos were back? Like, people are wearing Speedos on the beach. And so Chad said that, you know, he wouldn't mind it. He doesn't care. Dave Harrigan said, do you? And I say the same thing um, with the caveat. So if you want to wear your Speedo, you go right on ahead. Even if your stomach is covering the whole Speedo up, you just do you. But if I'm around, can you put some shorts on? That's all I'm asking. Now, I, I don't mind you doing it whenever I'm not around. But if I'm around, I don't I don't really want to see all that. I, I don't want to see all of it. Um, you know, and, and unless you're Karsten. Now, Karsten, if he's walking around, you know, with a Speedo on, and we're at, you know, one of our beautiful beaches here in Minnesota, and, and he just had, then I'm okay with it. 
okay? Uh, Karsten's granddaddy, maybe not so much. Go ahead and put you some shorts on. So I don't know if, if we're going to the beach, if I should start traveling with, uh, you know, some spare shorts, going over to Target and get some spare swim shorts so that if somebody, you know, is, is near me with a Speedo on, uh, I can say, hey, dude, put something on. And if he says I don't have anything, then I can give him something because I, I, I don't want to be unprepared. If I ask you to get dressed, you don't have any clothes on, I'm a mom. Huh? I got five sets of clothes in my car right now for any one of my children uh, in case they have an accident. So mothers are always prepared. So, in fact, I think I'm just going to do that. I'm going to go to Target, um, and I'm going to stock up on the men's extra-large swim trunks and two XLs. And so if I'm at the beach with my kids and we're doing our thing and somebody walks by me with a Speedo, I'm just going to uh, tap them on the shoulder, give them the shorts, tell them, get on the dressing room, bro. Put you some clothes on. Hey, don't go anywhere because Sounds of Blackness has a new song out. We are fortunate enough to have Gary Hines join us on the Shaletta Show. And then my friend Steve Thompson is going to tell us what he's got coming up on his show in the 2 o'clock hour. If that sound sounds familiar, you already know what time it is. It is the Sounds of Blackness. Their brand new song, Woke, just dropped. And I wanted to be the first one to tell you about it if you haven't heard. So I invited my buddy Gary Hines to join me. He is on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Gary, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show. On behalf of Sounds of Blackness, thank you, Queen Shaletta. It's an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure. Okay, now you've got this new song, Woke. It is amazing. I just played it. I can't stop dancing. Josh was pointing at me like, you got to talk. I don't want to talk. I just wanted <laughs> to dance. But I hear the message in it. Talk to me about Woke. Well, I will, but you just fulfilled the, the words of the great Gamble and Huff uh, out of Philly Sound. They had a song called Message in Our Music, and it said, Understand While You Dance. So you were dancing because you're conscious about it. And, and so you fulfill those lyrics. But telling you about Woke, Woke is part of the, the movement uh, right now for today for social justice, uh, a continuing part of the movement. Uh, it's not a new movement. A lot of people think Woke is new. Woke goes back to the 1800s, but it never had an anthem. And Sounds of Blackness needed to put an anthem to it. We have been in the vanguard of the movement. And we've been in anthem song mode for the past five years with songs like Black Lives Matter, Sick and Tired, Time for Reparations, Hold Up Your Light, You're Gonna Win, Juneteenth Celebration, and now, today, it's Woke. Yeah, and and, and that music, that sound, um, those lyrics. Talk to me about how you got there, because the one interesting thing that I love about the Sounds of Blackness is the process. Being able to talk to you, a Grammy Award-winning musician, about how the process unfolds. Thank you. Well, first of all, uh, Queen Shaletta, I believe in the, the words of the great uh, country artist, Chet Adkins. He was a great songwriter, and he was frequently asked, how he wrote such great songs. And I love what he said, and I believe it. He said, there are no songwriters. All music is given. So I believe that Woke was given to me uh, by God himself to go through the sounds of blackness, to go to you and to the world uh, to be the anthem for the Woke movement. And so uh, we look at what it meant. We wanted the song to, to explain what Woke is, and that is simply to be aware and alert and aware of all forms of racism and its manifestations. We have had to be uh, woke, and we say to the anti-woke forces who are are perverting the word and uh, misrepresenting it, we have to be woke. Uh, Back in the day, 
uh, the early 1900s and, and the late 1800s, if you weren't woke, if you weren't aware of the situation, you could lose your life, be lynched. So these days and times are really not a whole lot different. We have to be woke and aware of our circumstance and situation. And this song tells about the history of woke and what it means for us today. Because it's taken on a negative connotation, and I'm not sure when and why and how it got distorted, but it is an opportunity for us to wake up, see what's going on around us, and make a difference. And that is what I love about the song. It helps explain the movement and what it is, and that it's not new. It's not a fad. Uh, People have been awoke and wakening up and, and trying to make sure everybody else around them is up so that we can live better lives, so that our children can be safe, uh, so that we can be productive and it's going to take all of us yes it is and just like with aaa when there's uh, an addiction situation uh the first step is acknowledgement america still doesn't like to acknowledge uh, the deleterious effects that are ongoing from the enslavement of african people for almost four centuries until and and so the anti-woke movement is just that knee-jerk uh, very insipid reaction, uh, guilt complex to just want to say that that it's negative and to, to disavow it, to to try to ignore it. But really, what we're saying is we have to just like AAA says, the first step is to acknowledge if we're ever going to really try to rectify the situation and to face it head on. And that's what this song is all about. I love it. Now, how can people find it? Because I've already got a couple of text messages from some friends down in Texas who are listening. And they were like, is this just in Minnesota? I'm like, girl, no, this is the sounds of blackness. They are worldwide. Don't play with me. <laughs> we love you, Queen Shaletta. And and the answer to your question is uh, Woke is available on all platforms. You take your choice anywhere from Spotify to, to iTunes, Amazon, and also, of course, available at Sounds of Blackness website, uh, soundsofblackness.org. And when you purchase anything from Sounds website, whether it's our merchandise or any of our music, please know that you are also making a, a worthwhile contribution because we donate a portion of our proceeds to the George Floyd Scholarship Foundation. And that's the one thing I love about you, Gary, and the Sounds of Blackness, is y'all are not out there um, just singing and having concerts and 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 making new music, but you make sure to take care of us in Minnesota. So whether you are performing for free somewhere, uh, you're bringing common in uh, for the anniversary of of, of George Floyd um, to make uh, make sure that we are doing our part. Um, whether you are encouraging people to vote, how you know you you make message music, but but it's also a social component to that. How are you able to balance the two? Because everybody else just wants to bling bling and drink Cristal and, you know, have all this really lavish looks, expensive, you know, luxurious lifestyle where the communities are suffering. But somehow Sounds of Blackness has made sure to take care of the community while they keep you, you guys keep putting out this amazing music. Oh, bless you. First of all, only by the grace of God and by the support of people like you, Shaletta. But you know what? Sounds of Blackness do that because we are heirs to a great legacy. Artists have always been in the vanguard of our movement uh, for freedom, for justice, equality. Harry Belafonte, almost single-handedly, a lot of people don't know, funded uh, all of the, the necessities for the civil rights movement and backed Martin Luther King. He was the one that enabled it to happen. Worldwide, 
multi-million uh, record-selling artist, Harry Belafonte, but when you asked him what he was, he would say, I am an activist. I know because he told me face-to-face. And you can. there's so many examples of that, and we encourage our artists today to follow the examples of Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul, James Brown, the King of Soul. Aretha had Dr. Feelgood, but really she also, her theme song was not Respect. Her theme song was To Be Young, Gifted, and Black. She told yeah. me face-to-face. Uh, James Brown had, of course, uh, I break out in a cold sweat in the party songs, but he also had the most important song in our history, Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. So our artists have always been conscious, and we're trying to get that consciousness into today's artists to be woke. And that is so amazing. And, and, you know, in addition to buying the music and downloading the music and purchasing the music, you know, if, if people don't know, you can go on Sounds of Blackness website and you can purchase that merch. I, I just have to tell you, when I'm walking around in my Sounds of Blackness um, gear, um, there is just a sense of pride. Um, talk to me about that, what it means that you aren't just, you know, a musician. Beyonce is representing Beyonce. Okay, uh, when, when we walk around with that sounds of blackness, we feel like you are representing Minnesota. It's a community, um, you know, it's a community feel. Whenever you all are performing, whether it's at the Grammys or the NAACP Image Awards um, or, you know, you're doing something on any of these award shows, you know, it's like a family event. Everybody is glued to the TV. Everybody is watching. You know, everybody is cheering you on from the sidelines. It's such a you've created such a sense of community here in Minnesota with the people who love and follow you. Well, thank you so much for those words, Ashleta, on behalf of all the Sounds of Blackness. And we're blessed this year to be celebrating our 52nd anniversary. Uh, and that only happens by the grace of God and by the support of people like you and this entire community. So this is a chance on behalf of Sounds of Blackness to say thank you and we love you and appreciate you. But again, we follow uh, the examples of the, and our, we are heirs to the legacy that is so rich uh, that has been left unto us. And we, we credit uh, the great Professor Mahmoud El Qadi, who is the, the dad of the great R&B singer Stokely. So shout out to Stokely. Uh, but he's a professor of African and African American history. And he was at McAllister College when we began uh, back in the uh, early 70s and late 60s. Mm-hmm. And so that he told us back then, don't just be a band, be a cultural institution, be a Ooh. speaking voice. Yes. Oh, and you know, when he speaks, he speaks with such power and authority that you have to change your life or you got to move or you got to change professions. (laughs) You know, talk to me about the newer members. How are you able to carry that legacy? Because they weren't there with you when you heard the doctor, the great, the great doctor speak. They weren't there um, when you were performing for two or three people. They've come in now, Gary. After you've right. built this thing up for, you know, decades and you have a following around the world and, and you have people that will line up to see you. So they don't know the struggle. How do you pass that legacy along to the next generation of the, the performers who are with you in the Sounds of Blackness? It's it's really interesting that you mentioned that, uh, Queen Chaletta, because you're absolutely correct. Our current membership is really uh, Sounds of Blackness second generation, a number of our current members are actually the offspring of uh, original members. So, of course, uh, the great Jamesia Bennett is the daughter of uh, uh, the great Ann Nesby, um, and, and Cynthia Johnson's daughter, Anika Constantino, uh, Joanne Hollies Johnson's daughter, um, Lacey. So we actually have members who are our offspring of originals. So this second generation of Sounds of Blackness are constantly reminded uh, at every rehearsal uh, by yours truly what our history and what our legacy is, because 
we can't understand where we are unless we know where we've been, and we can't know where we're going unless we're, we, we know where we are. So history is not about the past. History is the present. History is about humanity. And so we pass that on to them, and then they in turn pass it on to the world. Well, thank you for sharing what you started in McAllister College all those years ago with us well, I and the give a shout out speak and you're you're a native texan the original uh foundation of sounds of blackness was started uh by a native of beaumont texas our own brother russell knighton mm. who in 1969 began a group called the McAllister college black voices and in 1971 he brought me on as, as director as he was getting ready to graduate so shout out to russell knighton always and you know just the way that is is such a circle you know, and talk to me about that. I know you got to go. You got stuff to do. But anytime I talk to you, I just get so pumped up. Oh, you know, take, take your time, Queen. So take your time. oftentimes, those of us who are older, who have been in the struggle a long time, who have been doing this work a long time, we don't reach back to the young people and embrace them and give them an opportunity to shine. But Sounds of Blackness does. You are not telling these young singers, no. You're not telling these young singers it's not your time. You are bringing these young people in and on and making them a part of what you are doing. And I think so oftentimes there's a disconnect between our generation and our young people. How are you able to seamlessly bridge that gap? By keeping boots to the ground, Shaletta, to having that understanding by staying woke and to involve them intimately and intricately with what we do. And we're so blessed at Sounds of Blackness to uh, have worked and continue to work with uh, younger artists such as uh, Forgiven, uh, such as None Above. Shout out to None Above and um, HSRA, where we currently uh, primarily rehearse, the High School of Recording Arts in St. Paul. We're so, so thankful and happy uh, to have them involved with us in our recordings, in our performances, uh, in our videos, and we will continue to do that. I tell you, it just gives you young energy. You know, I, I had, a, a, you know, I had, you know, at first I was like, I don't want these young people over here. And then I had to realize podcasting is young people stuff. I don't know what I'm doing. I better get these young people involved in my business if I'm going to continue to have a business. And I'm going to just tell you, I don't know about you, but they give me young energy. And people say, why you not yeah. sleep? I got to keep up with these young people. They ain't sleep. I'm not going to sleep either. Absolutely. They bring that energy and that creativity, uh, that freshness to to everything that, that you undertake. And so it's, again, about passing it on to the next generation. Yes, it is. And I thank you so much for passing it on, for being here with me today on the Shaletta Show. Gary Hines with the Grammy Award winning Sounds of Blackness. Get that new song, Woke. It is available everywhere you get your music. Also, make sure you go to Sounds of Blackness website. Um, make a donation to the George Floyd uh, Scholarship Fund. Get some Sounds of Blackness merch. That way, when you go out to one of their many free concerts that he doesn't make us pay for in our community, you can uh, be there when he looks out in the crowd and sees you wearing that Sounds of Blackness gear. I know that just does something to you, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it really does, Queen Shaletta. And we also are just pleased and proud to say uh, we want all your listeners and followers to be looking out for the woke video coming next week. Woo! Okay, okay, wait. Where we got to look? Should we? I'm already signed up for Sounds of Blackness YouTube page. Where is it going to drop? I need to know That's so I can be ready. That will be on YouTube, and I'll have the exact date by Monday. Okay, so y'all pay attention. If you're not following Gary Hines, he is on Twitter, he is on Facebook, he's got all his social media handles, but you can also just go and subscribe to the Sounds of Blackness YouTube page. 
And then um, that way, when the new video drops, you'll get an alert on your phone, your laptop, your mobile device, so you can check out that new video woke. I want to be the first one to comment. So I'm going to be on pins and needles this week waiting for that. Gary, thank you so much for being here. On behalf of Sounds of Blackness, once again, Queen Shaletta, we thank you, and we thank you for your love, your support, your your friendship, and most of all, stay woke. All right, and and don't go anywhere. Ain't nobody going to sleep on this show. We're going to tell you about a little sister love coming up. We're talking about a little... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sister, sister love. Did you all know that Minneapolis has 12 sister cities relationships? And they're going to be highlighted this year to celebrate the 50th anniversaries with Winnipeg, Canada, and and in Finland, uh, dignitaries from both places. This is really special, you guys, are going to be here uh, on Sunday. And and there's some performance, there's some free ice cream, um, and a great reason uh, for you to come out to this community event. And I am so excited and delighted to talk to Melvin Tennant. He's the president and CEO of Meet Minneapolis. He's joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. And, you know, I just appreciate so much uh, these sister city relationships, these international sister cities relationship that Minneapolis has. Welcome so much to the show. I think this is your first time coming on, Mr. Melvin. Very first time, but uh, I am so pleased and hope it's not the last time, Shaletta. Well, of course it won't be, because you got to tell me about these sister city relationships. Um, you know, and, and this is so special because the, the dignitaries from Canada as well as Finland are going to be here tomorrow for this event. Talk to me about it. Absolutely. Well, Sister Cities is a program that's been in place in Minneapolis since the early 60s. We have sister cities going back to 1961. Actually, Santiago, Chile was our very first one. Our most recent sister city is Basaso, Somalia, which came on board in 2014. But tomorrow, as you mentioned, another great outdoor event is Sister Cities Day over at Nicolette Island Pavilion from 1 to 5. And it's an opportunity to celebrate all of these international relationships and like you said, we've we uh, actually had a, I had a chance to spend some time yesterday with officials from both our sister cities of Winnipeg and Kuopio, Finland, and they are excited to be here and looking forward to seeing all the performances tomorrow. Now, I know we're going to get out there tomorrow. We're going to have some performances. We're going to have some ice cream. We'll get to rub elbows with these dignitaries. It's going to be a beautiful opportunity. But but what do these sister city sister city relationships mean for our city? 
Well, it's, it all relates to, Shaletta, citizen diplomacy. We know that the official relationships between countries uh, relates to the governments of those countries. But when you have citizens that want to take it upon themselves to explore relationships and look for commonalities with their friends and neighbors from around the world, I think that's really exciting because each of these 12 sister city relationships has a local committee that is committed to uh, maintaining those relationships. And whether it's hosting uh, officials from those countries or actually going to those countries themselves, this is really uh, helping the way in which we see the world and understand that uh, it's not just about us. We live in a global community. And this global community will be there tomorrow. Uh, talk to us. It starts off at, at, at 1 o'clock. What are some of the things that are going to be happening between 1 and 4.30? I, I see that, you know, we talked about Canada and Finland, but Iraq is represented and Kenya is represented and Mexico is represented and Chile is represented. It, this is just an international festival and celebration. It is. The first thing you'll see at 1 o'clock if you're there is the Japanese taiko drumming outside. So that'll be the thing that will welcome you into the, um, into the event. We'll also have, as you pointed out, uh, presentations by the American Iraqi-American Reconciliation Project. We'll also want to go back to our sister cities of Winnipeg and Kuopio. Those relationships have been in place for 50 years, so there are going to be some special presentations and special remarks by officials from those two cities. So it is going to represent a world of, of, uh, of fun and I'm, I'm going to bring my family because they heard there was going to be some some ice cream Sundays going on there. So that right. ought to be a reason. That's what my want babies want to come right though. Like Mama and I, when we're finished at church, we want to go to the place with the free ice cream. Where, where is that again? I'm like, honey. Ho- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's at Nicollet Island Pavilion, right on the river. Just a beautiful, beautiful area for us to enjoy a Sunday afternoon after church. So we look forward to having everybody come down and spending the afternoon with us. It will be a very fun time. Now, tell me this. Do we have to get registered? Are there tickets needed? Folks are asking, is this a free event? Do they need to go somewhere? T- tell me what we need to do to sign up. Can it we is, just it show is up? Absolutely. Absolutely free, and you just show up. We welcome everybody. We want to welcome the world to Nicollet Island Pavilion tomorrow afternoon, 1 to 5. And that's where you can meet Minneapolis. You can meet our international sister cities, and we can come together as a community and welcome them here. Mr. Melvin, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show and for the work that you are doing uh, with Meet Minneapolis and, and, and letting folks see um, how our great city is thought of around the world and having these dignitaries here from other countries really shows us sometimes, you know, you in it and you don't see how special it is until you hear somebody else say it. And, and so it'll be good to hear somebody else talk greatly about our city. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Hope to see you out there tomorrow. We will see you. Now, my kids going to run up to you. They're going to bombard you. They're going to be, uh, you know, trying to cut the line to get to that ice cream. So we might be there early so we could be the first ones. But I'll definitely wave and flag you down. All right. Thanks a lot. Look forward to it. All right. And you guys stick around. I'm going to be talking to my friend Steve Thompson coming up. I made it back from vacation, and the only reason I was able to stay gone for a month and enjoy my family and take some time off is because my friend Steve Thompson raised his hand and said, I got my girl. You go. Don't worry about it. I'll handle this little old dog and pony show you got. Thank you, Steve. Bro, I couldn't have done it without you. Well, Shalita, it, it was it was a challenge because every Saturday, people are like, where's Shalita? <laughs> Get this guy off the air. Where's Shaletta? 
I know. I was in Houston and they were like, where are you? Uh, is this guy? Is, did you check? I was like, I'm off. I'm taking a break. Do you want me to have a stroke? My friend Steve is trying to keep me from stroking out and ticking on one side. Uh, let Steve alone. I'm sorry they harassed you. I told them to leave you alone. They were having some fun because they were like, who's going to get him this week? I saw the post on social media. They were taking turns on you. They were tag teaming you, Steve, like a wrestling match. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My fans are, are vicious. I'm sorry. It, it, it was brutal. The only other thing that came out was who goes to Houston, Texas in the summer? Okay, right. By choice. Right. Yeah. You know, that just wasn't smart on my part. See, public schools have failed again because I have no critical thinking skills. <laughs> I, and, and I was, Steve, I was ready to have a hot girl summer. And I had lost 18 ounces. I had planned on meeting men and, and not even asking them their names and just going out and having a good time. I had planned on picking up all the strays. And my kids got down to Houston, and these little Minnesota munchkins could not handle that heat. Steve, I had to go down there and get my babies because they, they were getting sick. Like, they were throwing up, and they were – because my mother, you know, she's older. And, and you know, back they, – they're like, go outside and play. You know, and so she sent my kids outside. She was like, y'all don't go sit in the house and play these iPads all day. Go play. And so they were out in the backyard, they were playing, but it was hot. And so they came oh. back in and they were just like wet and sweating and they were like, oh, we want to go home, it's hot. And so I had to jump on a plane in the middle of the night and go get my kids. Steve, I was so mad. I could have, I didn't know whether to be mad or cry. And they were like, hi, mom. And I didn't want to tell them, I don't even want to see you right now because I'm their parent. Um, but I didn't want to see them for like another month. Yeah, take a break. You know, and I don't think it, we get we get some hot days, but not like that. That's, that's a whole other kind of heat down there. Yeah, and, and you know, it's happening across the country. You know, Josh has yeah. it on CNN here um, in the studio, and so I'm, I'm here live, and, and the big TV's on, and, you know, they were talking about the record heat waves, and somebody was like, you know, in Vegas right now, it's, it's 117 degrees, and it's oh. hotter now in, in parts of the country than it's ever been. And, you know, this global warming is real, Steve. Yeah, I, I've I've been through that kind of deal when my daughter decided to go to school down in Arizona. We had to move her in in August, and August in Arizona is no joke. When we flew into the Phoenix airport, uh, the the pilot, you know, as we were texting, said, "Well, well, the temp in Phoenix right now is 117 degrees." <laughs> and we kind of looked at each other. And and we were there with Aaron and and her dog and all her stuff. And I was thinking to myself, not only do we have to get off the plane, get all our stuff, but then we've got to get in a vehicle and we've got to drive in this heat all the way down to Tucson. And that's maybe an hour and 30 minutes, let's say, 100 oh. miles. And I'm thinking to myself, if the car breaks down, we're done. You know, we, we we have trouble with that vehicle. We're done in that kind of heat. Yeah, you toasted and roasted. Yeah, you might want to stick an apple in your mouth, baby, because you are roasted. Yeah, it, it was scary. Now, we, we did bring along extra water, but I'm still thinking to myself, if we get stranded along the, along the roadway there and we don't get help right away, you know, we're going to die out there. It, it's kind of like driving here when it's, you know, 50 below wind chill. You get stranded, you're in big trouble. Oh, and you know, I was just talking about Aaron. 
um, I was on the show because Prairie Care, where she works, they're having a job yep. there. And it's Tuesday, and it's 11 to 3. It's at their Edina location off West 77th Street. And I was talking, and, and I don't know if this is one of her colleagues, but it's somebody at the company. And I was just saying how, you know, initially, you know, we were all worried that Erin wouldn't find a place to land. And she got this job at Prairie Care, and, and she likes it. And Sean used to work there, and he likes it. And, you know, just the the, the culture and the opportunity to hire people from diverse communities with diverse skills doesn't mean that, you know, because somebody um, has a a physical disability that they can't do the job that's required. Yeah. And it's been a great opportunity for her and and she loves the work and and loves being a part of that. And it's great that, that you're involved as well. And and I, I think, you know, there's a lot of companies that can take a page out of that playbook, there, there's a lot of people that need an opportunity and, you know, they, they may be different than you or me, but they can do the job. Yeah. And, and you know, those people at Prairie Care, they love Aaron. Um, when, you know, I was setting uh, the show up and, and I heard about the job fair, I wanted to specifically um, have them on because July is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. And so I wanted to talk about um, making sure that, you know, we let people in communities of color know that how important it was to have um, diverse therapists available for kids. So somebody who had their lived experience in, in, you know, similar cultures and backgrounds will be able to provide them with the mental health support that they needed. And, you know, we start talking about Erin. And and they would Steve. They love Erin. They talk about how smart she is. They value her. And, and I know as a parent, that means so much to you. Yeah, you know she she's done an amazing job and and dug in and I I couldn't be more proud. She she's really a hard worker. And I I, I think as parents that that's what you want. You know, someone that that finds what they want to do and and they work hard at it. And and that's really all you can ask. I tell you, baby, I'm going to let you know something right now. You did your job. Hats off to you. I don't know if Josh got some claps or snaps or something over there. But, you know, a, a girlfriend of mine, um, she's writing a book, and it's called Your Kids Are Your Flex. And, you know, the whole premise behind it is while other people are walking around flexing with their car or their bank account or the shoes that they have on or what neighborhood they live in, you know, when you got good, productive kids who are doing well in community and, and, and who are making a difference and making you proud, that's the best flex. That's the biggest oh. flex you can have. Well, in, in Shaletta, the what, what, what you've done with your kids and how you lift your kids up as well, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I think it, it's by far and away our most important job. It, it's, it's really the key if we're going to make this world better, it starts with your own kids. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, because we done messed it up, Steve. We, done, we we had our chance. We didn't do it. We didn't do it right. So we're <laughs> going to have to give it to these kids to do because, you know, yeah. we, 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 and we have left them, Steve, we have left them a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to clean up, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, what you got coming up on the show today before you go? Well, we, we've got Doug, we hope, with Tech Talk. I'm trying to track him down. Uh, but but the plan is, is to do Tech Talk between 2 and 3. And then we've got Mike Hansen 
from the Department of Public Safety. Uh, he is the director of the Office of Traffic Safety. So I don't know if you saw that video of that zipper merge gone did, bad in that construction zone. That was insane. And I'll tell you what, um, you spend time on the freeways. I spend time on the freeways. There are a lot of bad drivers out there. Something needs to be done. Yeah. And he's he's one of the guys trying to make our roads safer because they need it. And we'll get into that following the news and weather at three. Steve, I have to tell you, I'm glad y'all are talking about it because Andrew just started driving and I'm so afraid. I'm like, you stay in Cottage Grove. I don't want you merging. I don't want you putting the blinker on. You just make left turns. Uh, If you got, you got to go straight. And and if you get to your destination, call me and I'll bring you home. Because, uh, you know, after I saw that video, I I was just as a parent with a new driver. It was just absolutely terrifying. Yeah, it, it is an unbelievable video, but the the, the speeding, the the, the weaving mm-hmm. in and out, these people, they're, are, are, they're insane the way they're driving on our roads, and, and it's an epidemic, and it really started with COVID, and we'll get into that. Oh, by the way, we'll get folks ready. Uh, Twins and A's from Oakland, uh, game two coming up later today, the pregame show. Uh, the lineup card gets started at 5.30 today, so that's coming up as well. All right. Well, I will be listening. Love you. And thank you all for hanging out with Steve for a month. You can get out of his DMs. I am back. And he will be back right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 